Good morning and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible every year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is the 3rd of January, it's Tuesday, and on the Hebrew calendar it is a special day. It is the 10th of Tevet also Today was the day when Nebuchadnezzar or Nebuchadnezzar laid siege on Jerusalem. Second Kings twenty five one says, Now in the ninth year of his reign, on the tenth day of the tenth month, that's today, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came, he and all his army against Jerusalem, camped against it, and built a siege wall all around it. It is the day of fasting in the tenth month, from Zechariah eight nineteen. The fast of Tevet, Asarab Tevet, is a shorter day of fasting in the Jewish calendar. It lasts from sunrise to sundown, and it memorizes the destruction of Jerusalem and the temple, and has no connection with Hanukkah, although it occurs just one week after Hanukkah. This week, our Torah portion, our parasha, is called Vayechi, which means He Lived. And today we will start by reading Genesis 48, 17 through 22. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. When Yosef saw that his father laid his right hand on the head of Ephraim, it displeased him. He held up his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head to Menashe's head. Yosef said to his father, Not so, my father, for this is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. His father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He also will become a people, and he also will be great. However, his younger brother will be greater than he, and his seed will become a multitude of nations. So he blessed them that day, saying, by you Israel will pronounce blessing, saying, May God make you like Ephraim and Menashe. He set Ephraim before Menashe. Then Israel said to Yosef, Behold, I am dying, but God will be with you and bring you again to the land of your fathers. Moreover, I have given to you one portion above your brothers, which I took out of the hand of the Amorite with my sword and with my bow. That was Genesis forty-eight seventeen through 22. And now we will read another uh, additional section from the Torah. Exodus 32, 11 through 14. This is a passage that is normally connected with fast days where um, there is petitioning and begging God for mercy and reminding him of this passage. Then Moshe begged the Lord his God and said, 
Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people, that you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians talk, saying, He brought them out for evil, to kill them in the mountains, and to consume them from the surface of the earth? Turn from your fierce wrath, and turn away from this evil against your people. Remember Avraham, Yitzchak, and Israel, your servants, to whom you swore by your own self, and said to them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have spoken of I will give to your offspring, and they shall inherit it forever. So the Lord relented from the evil which he said he would do to his people. That was Numbers, uh, excuse me, Exodus 32, 11 through 14. Our next additional reading for the special day today is Exodus 34, 1 through 10. Now the Lord said to Moshe, Carve two stone tablets like the first. I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets which you broke. Be ready by the morning, and come up in the morning to Mount Sinai, and present yourself there to me on the top of the mountain. No one shall come up with you, or be seen anywhere on the mountain. Do not let the flocks or herds graze in front of that mountain. So he carved two tablets of stone like the first. Then Moshe rose up early in the morning, and went up to Mount Sinai, as the Lord had commanded him, and took in his hand two stone tablets. The Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there, and he proclaimed the name of the Lord. Then the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, Lord, Lord, a merciful and gracious God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and truth, keeping loving kindness for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and on the children's children, on the third and on the fourth generation. Moshe hurried and bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped, and he said, If now I have found favor in your sight, Lord, please, let the Lord go along in our midst. Even though this is a stiff-necked people, pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us for your inheritance. He said, Behold, I make a covenant. Before all your people I will do marvels, such as have not been worked in all the earth, nor in any nation. And all the people among whom you are shall see the work of the Lord, for it is an awesome thing that I do with you. That was Exodus 34, 1 through 10. And now Isaiah 55, 6 through 56, 8. This is also a special reading for this day. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. 
Let them return to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and your ways are not my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down, and the snow from the sky, and does not return there, but waters the earth, and makes it grow and bud, and gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so is my word that goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void, but it will accomplish that which I please, and it will prosper in the thing I sent it to do. For you shall go out with joy, and be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills will break out before you into singing, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn, the cypress tree will come up. Instead of the briar, the myrtle tree will come up, and it will make a name for the Lord, for an everlasting sign that will not be cut off. This is what the Lord says, Maintain justice and do what is right, for my salvation is near, and my righteousness will soon be revealed. Blessed is the man who does this, and the Son of Man who holds it fast, who keeps Shabbat without profaning it, and keeps his hand from doing any evil. Let no foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord speak, saying, The Lord will surely separate me from his people. Do not let the eunuch say, Behold, I am a dry tree. For this is what the Lord says. To the eunuchs who keep my Shabbat and choose the things that please me and hold fast to my covenant, I will give them in my house and within my walls a memorial and a name better than of sons and of daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that will not be cut off. Also, the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord, to be his servants, everyone who keeps Shabbat without profaning it and holds fast my covenant. I will bring these to my mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house will be called a house of prayer for all peoples. Lord, Lord, who gathers the outcasts of Israel, says, I will yet again gather others to him in addition to his own who are gathered. That was Isaiah 55, 6 through 56, 8. And now our portion from the prophets is Second Samuel or Shmuel Bet, chapter 16. When David was a little past the top, behold, Tziva, the servant of Mephibosheth, met him with a couple of donkeys saddled, and on them two hundred loaves of bread, and one hundred clusters of raisins, and one hundred summer fruits, and a skin of wine. The king said to Tziva, 
What do you mean by these? Ziva said, The donkeys are for the king's household to ride on, and the bread and summer fruit for the young men to eat, and the wine that those who are faint in the wilderness may drink. The king said, Where is your master's son? Ziva said to the king, Behold, he is staying in Jerusalem. For he said, Today the house of Israel will restore me the kingdom of my father. And the king said to Ziva, Behold, all that belongs to Mephibosheth is yours. Ziva said, I bow down. Let me find favor in your sight, my lord, O king. Now when King David came to Bahurim, behold, a man of the family of Shaul's house came out, whose name was Shimi, the son of Gera. He came out and cursed as he came, and he cast stones at David. And all the servants of King David, and all the people, and all the mighty men were on his right hand and on his left. And Shimi said when he cursed, Be gone, be gone, you man of blood and wicked fellow. The Lord has returned on you all the blood of Shaul's house, in whose place you have reigned. The Lord has delivered the kingdom into the hand of Avshalom, your son. Behold, you are caught by your own mischief, because you are a man of blood. Then Avishai, the son of Tzuruya, said to the, the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Please, let me go over and take off his head. The king said, What have I to do with you, you sons of Zuya? Because he curses, and because the Lord has said to him, Curse, David. Who shall then say, Why have you done so? David said to Avishai and to all his servants, Behold, my son, who came out of my bowels, seeks my life. How much more this Benjamite now? Leave him alone, and let him curse, for the Lord has invited him. It may be that the Lord will look on the wrong done to me, and that the Lord will repay me good for the cursing of me today. So David and his men went on their way, and Shimi went along on the hillside opposite him, and cursed as he went, threw stones at him, and threw dust. The king and all the people who were with him came weary, and he refreshed himself there. Then Absalom and all the people, the men of Israel, came to Jerusalem, and Achitophel with him. When Hushai the archite, David's friend, had come to Avshalom, Hushai said to Avshalom, Long live the king, long live the king. Avshalom said to Hushai, Is this your kindness to your friend? Why did you not go with your friend? Then Hushai said to Avshalom, No, but whomever the Lord and this people and all the men of Israel have chosen, I will be his and I will stay with him. Again, whom should I serve? Should I not serve the, in the presence of his son? As I have served in your father's presence, so I will be in your presence. Then Avshalom said to Achitophel, Give your counsel, what shall we do? Achitophel said to Avshalom, Go into your father's concubines that he has left to keep the house, 
then all Israel will hear that you are abhorred by your father. Then the hands of all who are with you will be strong. So they spread a tent for Avshalom on the top of the house, and Avshalom went into his father's concubines in the sight of all Israel. The counsels of Achitophel, which he gave in those days, was as if a man inquired at the inner sanctuary of God. All the counsel of Achitophel, both, was like this with David and with Avshalom. That was Second Samuel 16. And now we are going to read our portion from the writings, Psalm 88. A song, a psalm by the sons of Korach, for the chief musician, to the tune of the suffering of affliction, a maskil by Heman the Ezrahite. Lord, the God of my salvation, I have cried day and night before you. Let my prayer enter into your presence. Turn your ear to my cry. For my soul is full of troubles, and my life draws near to Sheol. I am counted among those who go down into the pit. I am like a man who has no help, set apart among the dead, like the slain who lie in the grave, whom you remember no more. They are cut off from your hand. You have laid me in the lowest pit, in the darkest depths. Your wrath lies heavily on me, and you have afflicted me with your waves. Selah. You have taken my friends from me. You have made me an abomination to them. I am confined, and I cannot escape. My eyes are dim from grief. I have called to you daily, Lord. I have spread out my hands to you. Do you show wonders to the dead? Do the departed spirits rise up and praise you? Selah. Is your loving kindness declared in the grave, or your faithfulness in Avadon? Are your wonders made known in the dark, or your righteousness in the land of forgetfulness? But to you, Lord, I have cried. In the morning, my prayer comes before you. Lord, why do you reject my soul? Why do you hide your face from me? I am afflicted and ready to die from my youth up. While I suffer your terrors, I am distracted. Your fierce wrath has gone over me. Your terrors have cut me off. They came around me like water all day long. They completely engulfed me. You have put lover and friend far from me and my friends into darkness. That was Psalm or Tehillim 88. And now our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Luke 10. Now, after these things, the Lord also appointed 70 others and sent them two by two ahead of him into every city and place where he was about to come. And he said to them, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray therefore to the Lord of the harvest, that he may send out laborers into his harvest. Go your ways, behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. 
carry no purse, nor wallet, nor sandals, and greet no one on the way. Into whatever house you enter, first say, Shalom be to this house. And if a son of Shalom is there, your Shalom will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. And remain in that same house, eating and drinking the things they give, for the laborer is worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house. Into whatever city you enter, and they receive you, eat the things that are set before you, and heal the sick who are there, and tell them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But into whatever city you enter, and they do not receive you, go out into its streets and say, Even the dust from your city that clings to us, we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near to you. But I tell you, it will be more tolerable in that day for Sodom than for that city. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works that had been done in Sul and Sidon, which were done in you, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more tolerable for Tzul and Sidon in the judgment than for you. You, Kvarnachum, who are exalted to heaven, will be brought down to Sheol. Whoever listens to you listens to me, and whoever rejects you rejects me. Whoever rejects me rejects him who sent me. Then the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing will in any way hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. In that same hour, Yeshua rejoiced in the Ruach HaKodesh and said, I thank you, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for so it was well-pleasing in your sight. And turning to the disciples, he said, All things have been delivered to be me by my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is except the Son, and he to whom whoever the Son desires to reveal him. Then turning to the disciples, he said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things that you see. For I tell you, that many prophets and kings desired to see the things which you see, and did not see them, and to hear the things which you hear, and did not hear them. And behold, a certain Torah scholar stood up and tested him, saying, Rabbi, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the Torah? How do you read it? And he answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your might, mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, 
You have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. But he, desiring to justify himself, asked Yeshua, Who is my neighbor? Yeshua answered, A certain man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers, who both stripped him and beat him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a certain Kohen was going down that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. In the same way, a Levite also, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he traveled, came where he was. When he saw him, he was moved with compassion, came to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. He set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the host, and said to him, Take care of him. Whatever you spend beyond that, I will repay when you, you when I return. Now, which of these three do you think seemed to be a neighbor to him who fell among the robbers? And he said, He who showed mercy on him. Then Yeshua said, Go and do likewise. As they went on their way, he entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. She had a sister called Miriam, who also sat at Yeshua's feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she came up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister left me to serve alone? Ask her therefore to help me. But Yeshua answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed. Miriam has chosen the good part, which will not be taken away from her. That was Luke 10, and it concludes our readings for this episode. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, however, you'll be reading 2 Corinthians 11 today also. All right, may you be blessed today. May the words of God strengthen you, give you wisdom, and help as you go about your day. This has been Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.